Hello, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to the Spiritualpreneur Podcast, your go-to podcast for business coaching with a spiritual twist. I'm your host, Haley Kay, energy healer and intuitive business coach on a mission to get you ridiculously excited about driving your business forward. Being a spiritual business owner brings unique challenges that you probably didn't encounter in the traditional nine to five. Selling yourself and your gifts, letting go of control, trusting in the universe, and believing in yourself and your inevitable success. You have valuable gifts to share, and I want to help you use them to create the business of your dreams. We're about to embark on a life-changing journey of spirituality, business, and expansion. So let's begin. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Spiritual Printer Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Kay, and I have another human design reading for you guys. This one is a two-parter. So in episode one, well, in both episodes, I am doing the human design for the amazing, amazing, amazing Sabrina Dawn. And Sabrina Dawn, she is, well, let me just introduce her first. So Sabrina Dawn is an intuitive coach, empathic healer, and psychic medium. She's a newly published author co-host of the Sabrina and ARA show, which I did an episode with them and I highly recommend checking it out. And she's also a certified awakener and MAP practitioner. Sabrina intuitively coaches women impacted by narcissism and toxic relationships. Through a combination of MAP, spiritual teachings, intuitive coaching, and her own unique life experience, Sabrina is able to guide her clients in removing the dark shadow left by traumatic experiences and help her clients find the light within themselves, rekindling a renewed sense of self-love, confidence, and spiritual connection. Her mission is to restore and empower. With love and light, she helps her clients reemerge as the beautiful beacons of light for others. And I wanted to give a little introduction to these two episodes because in part one, we delve into Sabrina's human design chart and some key aspects of it. And at one point, we end up talking about trauma and um, what can happen being a part of a toxic or codependent relationship. And I remember asking the question, you know, what is, how do I define trauma? And really, uh, in part two, we discuss it further. And to me, Trauma is really anything that affected you to the point where it affects decisions you're making in the present. So anything that happened in the past, and I mean, I don't just mean in this lifetime, I mean in past, past lifetimes, generational, something traumatic could happen, have happened to a great grandparent and the implications of that can get passed down. And some, so sometimes we are reacting from a state of um, fear because of a traumatic incident that happened well before we were even born and we might not even know it. And so one of the amazing things about working with intuitive coaches and people like Sabrina is this ability to tap into that and to help release anything that that is holding you back from making decisions and moving forward in your life because that's ultimately the effect of trauma. That's the effect of being in a relationship with someone who was controlling or telling you what you should and should not do all the time and causing you to lose the connection with your own intuitive ability. And I truly believe that everyone has 
an intuitive ability that they have a connection to source and and they are intuitively guided however if we spent too much time looking at the external environment and listening to people who maybe had our best interest at heart maybe not but ultimately wanted to make decisions that were best for them and affecting our decision instead of listening to our own intuition we were listening to to them and what they want from us that that can be the result and it can really affect decisions that we're making in our day-to-day lives and so working with someone who who has gone through a traumatic experience who has been through such types of toxic relationships and learn to come out of it and revalue themselves and find that confidence again and learn how to listen to their intuition again is what I think can be so powerful for someone so if this sounds like something you're going through, something that you're still healing from. I know I've come a long way, but I'm even still healing in certain relationships of putting other people's uh, wants and desires before listening to my own intuition. That's that's a daily practice. But if you feel like you need some support in that area and someone to guide you and help take you through their step-by-step, Sabrina is amazing for that. And so... I'm so excited to share these two episodes with you. The first one, like I said, we jump into our human design. And then in the second one, I really dig deep into it. I actually went back a little while later and said, I found some things in your chart I really want to share with you. And so um, I'm releasing these two episodes together. So I'm so excited for you to hear it. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, hi, Sabrina. How are you? Good. How are you doing today, Miss Haley? I'm good. Thank you. So let's just jump right in. You have had a lot going on lately. So um, why don't, if you want, do you want to tell us a little bit about like you have, I think, a new podcast you're starting and yes. you have, are you working on a book too, I hear? Slowly but surely. Yes. So yeah, so I am um, doing this podcast. It's called the Sabrina and A-Ray show. And um, we're talking about life and its rawness, its realness, trying to choose faith over fear. And um, how do you move through it? How do you move it through it and reach for light and continue to make progress and grow and expand? So I'm super excited about that. Um, I'm also working on a book that is about toxic relationships and narcissism and, um, that's baby stepping. So, but I'm excited about it. It's movement in the background that's happening. And, um, uh, I'm really excited to put a book out there through that will help people recover. And, um, that's the primary focus is just how do you recover from that? And, and again, how do you grow and expand from that experience instead of become a victim of that experience. Um, and then I have, um, I got certified in MAP and I'm super excited about MAP. It is another modality that, or tool for my tool belt to help people. Um, it's all, it actually breaks down to make anything possible. So MAP, do you want me to go into it? Yeah, let's talk about MAP. So what is MAP? MAP is a tool that we use with clients that, um, you work consciously and subconsciously, but it's all about 
um, attaining your goals, living the best life possible, removing limiting beliefs and blocks. So um, it's all about blowing those out of your way so that you can move from a neutral place, more of a neutral place and, and create that life that you want. You want to be able to build it with momentum. And sometimes we run into limiting beliefs, like I don't deserve enough money or I don't have enough money. Um, who am I to acquire a lot of money? And we don't always know that until we hit them head on. And then we're, then we have to sit with, okay, now how do I remove this so that I can create what I want to create in my life and experiencing it? So that's what MAP helps you do. Cool. So how did you get into MAP in the first place? Like, so it was one of those things that I was like, okay, I want to, I want to grow and expand. Um, I want to make my toolbox even deeper so I actually had been praying like, okay, bring something into my awareness. That would be something I enjoyed doing with and for people. And it came across Facebook. So it intrigued me and they offered like this free, um, class to sign up for, to experience it. So that's what I did. I signed up and then I actually decided to become a client of theirs and, um, really delve a little bit deeper into what the whole experience is and how do you use it as a tool. And then, so that was probably about like, I don't know, four or five months of that. And then, um, I found out that they had a, like a, a internship so you could become a practitioner. And so then of course that's what I did. <laughs> yep. Cool. So you did, so you were like, a, um, how do you click a client of theirs for, for a while? So you did it first, you tried it out. You really liked it. I'm, yeah. I'm getting because you want to do it too. So you really enjoyed it. And then now you're certified. You're fully certified now. You have it all, all your certification and you're practicing. So yes. So for people listening, if they wanted to try MAP, who would you recommend MAP for? Would, what would you say if they, yeah, what kinds of, you know, things that people bring to a MAP session? So the thing that's great about MAP is that I feel like it can serve all types of people um, with all sorts of blocks or limiting beliefs, or even people who've experienced um, more trauma-based setbacks. Um, in those circumstances with people who've experienced more like higher trauma, I would want a tandem it with the therapist because I think that also makes a powerful union and allows you to really move through in a powerful way to get through whatever trauma that you've experienced. So it no longer holds you back. Um, but so to answer your question, it's anyone and everyone that knows they want change in their life. That's looking for change and is stuck in a place that they feel like they need help. How do I get past this so I can move forward and blow through this block or limiting belief? So anyone and everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like when you say trauma, I know we're being becoming more aware of what that really means but like for some people this idea of trauma seems to be those big life you know those big traumas those things that people think like an accident is a trauma or like some kind of abuse of some kind and they, that's what they associate trauma with but trauma do you have like a, a better definition of trauma because I know it kind of so one of the things that I've learned along the way is that um, you wouldn't always um, assume that 
little things can add up and be considered trauma. So it could be as simple as your parents did the, and a lot of it too comes from childhood. And then you don't actually know or deal with it until you're moving through life as an adult, right? Is something that you've picked up as a limiting belief or a possible um, trauma-based um, piece in your life. So it could be something is, is what people might consider like, um, I didn't get the attention that I needed from my dad. Right. And so later on in life that could appear as having, um, difficulty in relationships with men in general, being able to, um, ask for your needs and have them met. And that could be even an example of a trauma that somebody might not think of as, well, that's, that's, that's not trauma. I didn't, I didn't have, um, you know, he didn't beat me. He didn't emotionally abuse me. It was just how our life, our family life or dynamic was. Right. Yeah. Because we grew up, um, in our families and our way we adapt to them, right? Like we adapt to the way our parents are. So it just kind of comes our normal. Right. Until as adults, you get out into the world and start living around other people, right? And then you start to realize, oh, you know, everybody kind of had a different upbringing. And so. Right. And so it it doesn't, we say, I think that's part of it is people get hung up on the actual term of trauma. Yeah. And and trauma covers, and it's an umbrella for a lot of things that could have happened along the way. It's just more or less is, I feel like it could just be, is this something that keeps reappearing in your life that makes you feel stuck or in an overwhelmed state of being? Um, Does it cause you anxiety? Um, Is this something that even triggers sadness or depression? Like anything under that umbrella is something that MAP can help you with. So is there do you notice like a pattern of people that, that you've helped or you've seen or worked with through MAP? Like are there certain things that come up a lot, like certain triggers? So what I've been noticing, um, one of the main themes is um is about your own self-worth that keep that is such a strong theme um, across the board for most of the people that I've worked with, it's all about coming back to your own value, your own self-worth, your own self-love and really figuring out what that means and what it looks like. And then, and then implement, implementing that in a big way into your life. And then, you know, it's like a domino effect. You're the epicenter for everything that moves around you. So once you decide to take on a healing journey or a healing path, literally everything around you will start to shift and change because you are the epicenter, you are the co-creator and it, it, it ends up rippling out in this massive, powerful way. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Light drop. <laughs> um, so I don't mind sharing. I've had some sessions with Sabrina myself. And so, um, some things like Something that I've noticed you you use in MAP too, you, you have to use your intuition, right? Yes. And so how, how does that come into play? Was that something you learned through MAP? Like how to trust your intuitive nudges or as you ask, because as Sabrina's doing it, she's 
asking questions as she's going, right? So it's not like, I, I feel like this is the cool thing about being an intuitive coach myself is like, we don't come in having all the answers. Sometimes we have to ask those questions. This is going to come up in your human design too, which is fun, but I just, I wanted to bring this up. <laughs> so yeah, how did, how, what was my question? How did your intuition come into play? Is that something you had honed before? Is that something that you honed as you worked through your MAP certification? So I've, um, I believe that I've always been an intuitive person. Um, I didn't actually identify it largely until I was a young adult. Um, MAP actually grew it to a whole nother level. So it was, like you said, it, when I meet with a new client, um, there's information as we move through sessions together, um, even a single session that I'll pick up, there's feelings, there's imagery, there's, um, I'll hear things, um, working with our spirit team and the super conscious. So it's like, we were guided on this magical path of healing together. And so map actually exponentially helped my intuition grow. It was so the tools that you learned in your map certification helped you create yeah. more of that relationship. Yes. With intuition. Yep. Um, so we were talking about this just before, but like this whole idea of coaching and map is a kind of a different, um, take on coaching, right? Like, I think there's all kinds of different coaching out there. We kind of lump it all under this one umbrella of just coaching. And so <laughs> that's one of the things that I want to talk about it throughout this podcast too, is like how these different branches have come about and how they help people in different ways. So um, as a coach, how does that come into play in your MAP sessions? Well, I believe that um, using MAP as a coaching tool makes it a very intimate, um, very personalized, it's very tailored to you and your life experience um, from young age until present day. So it's like I, I get, so for a, a, a kind of a lack of a better analogy. It's like, I get to read your diary and through finding, reading your diary, I get insight to who you are and what you've experienced. And then I get to help you heal that. And that's, that's powerful. That's huge because we don't have to spend as much time, um, talking around topics. It's more like I get a direct path to why you're here and why we're working. And so then let's get to it. Let's get to the juicy part and heal it as best we can. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause with map, like what I noticed too, is there's a lot of different tools that come up within it, right? Like it's not just kind of one, one thing. Like you, sometimes we talk about belief systems and then other times we talk about, and you go directly to the subconscious, which is really cool. Like yeah. you're talking directly to the subconscious, right? Yep. Yep. And, and like you said, there's, um, there's other methods within it. So we're tapping, we're using EMR, we're using breath work. Um, we're using music, we're using meditation. Um, so it's, it's really cool because it's like this umbrella and then underneath it, we have all these working components that can help on such a, I keep saying powerful, but I believe it. It's like such a powerful tool because it's not just one way. There's several ways and we try to find the best way that works for you. 
Yeah, that's what I like about it. It's very tailored, right? It's not just like, like, and that's what I like about intuitive coaching too. It's not like you're going to come in and I'm going to say to you, because I've had coaching like this. It's like, we're going to do X, Y, Z steps. And if one of these steps doesn't work for you, well, you know, too bad. That's what the step is. It's more like, what do you need? And we're going to tailor our coaching and our work around you, right? Yes, yes, yes. I love that too. And because you feel like then that you can make, um, bigger steps along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of adapts to you. And, and, and I think there's more flexibility and freedom in that as well. Yes. It doesn't have to just be this one way. Cause it's not really how life works. There isn't just one way. Right. It's so true. So, and it's healing especially is not a, like this linear for it's all like, it's very, what do you need and how can we piece it together. Yeah. And I feel like that across the board, that's one thing I think even in my own personal healing journey, um, that I didn't understand at the beginning that I thought that talk therapy would be it for me. And then as I was moving through it, I was like, no, I, there's more to this component than just this one Avenue. Not that that's not a phenomenal, um, tool it is, but there's so many tools. And just like you said, we're so complex as human beings. Why would we think that just one thing is the answer? It's not. There's so many different things that's going to feed our mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. Cause it is, it's all three. It can't, it's not just one, one thing. Yeah, for sure. Boom. I'm getting chills. Another mic drop. Cool. So was there anything else you wanted to add to our discussion about MAP? Anything you want to tell any, everyone about it? If you're curious and you want more info, you can ask Haley or myself and we'd, we'd love to help you out. Yes, definitely. And I will, um, once I get this all up and running, I will have links so people can get to you. Um, Okay, cool. So this is where we're going to switch, if that's okay, if there's anything else. Yeah, we're going to switch over. I'm going to do a little human design reading for you. So I'm super excited about this. Um, I sent you the image. Do you have it? I do. Just so you can, it'll help just see the visual. It always helps to see it. Yes. Let me pull it up. And so just just to give a little background, what I do, because there, once you see it, there is a lot of information in a human design graph. As you can see, there's lots of details, and lots of like layers and nuances. So what I do when I open it up and, and start is I ask what will help um, best for your business. That's kind of where I've taken this focus is how, what information can I pull out of this and what can I be drawn to and see? And that's really going to help you as you move forward in your business. What, you know, next steps, because like you are your business. This is something that we always, I always hear. And it's so true. It's like, you are your business. So learning more about you, how you operate, what your energy is like, where you're motivation is all these things is really going to help you move forward because the clearer you get on that the better decision making you can make as you go forward right so so if you have it there so we can get started so I'm excited uh, I'm going to start with the arrows at the top so let me just make sure I'm on your side so your arrows are the on the left 
they're both facing left. Yes. <laughs> so the top arrow, the top left arrow is facing left. And what this one means, and we have a lot of these in common, is you actually work best with structure and routine. So this is kind of this interesting phenomenon with uh, intuitive intuition is I've had coaches tell me, you know, structure your time, make sure you have everything that planned out. And then I've had coaches on the whole other spectrum who are like, oh, go with the flow. See, see how you feel. <laughs> Trust your intuition, right? And so um, part of that is a balancing act. But I think what this has really helped me see is, is there is an area where you thrive in. And so um, and then you and I have this in common is we work we work well with structure and routine. So even, but even in that is structuring, um, is like putting in time to be flexible, ah. giving yourself right. of being like, I, and it's interesting that this is coming up is like, I saw this when I was back in a couple of years ago when I was going to therapy and I was going in, in, in the, the, before the pandemic and we could go places. Um, I was sitting in the waiting room and there was this sign there. And I remember specifically being like mind blown. It was like, give yourself at least one day a week to just not do your to-do list. Like give yourself that day to do whatever you want. I've heard people call it like messy days, you know? I love that. So even though yes, structure and routine is good, it doesn't have to be every hour of every day, right? Yes. There, you can give yourself like an afternoon off or a whole day to just let yourself do, and that's where the creativity and the flow is going to come in. So it's definitely a balance, but structure and routine, and and that's I think anyone you don't want to go too far on the spectrum either way, but knowing where on the spectrum you feel more comfortable in. Yeah. Um, because, and I think that's why I really like this idea of doing human design too, is when you have a coach or you, you're going to certain people who want to help you, they're coming at it with their own lens, right? So certain people who work really good under routine and structure are going to tell you that that's best for you. Yeah. So that's why, and even listening to me do this human design, take it with a grain of salt, right? And it's like, <laughs> this is interesting information. How does it best work for me? And how can I use it best for me going forward? That's, I'm just saying that generally. But it's but, a good reminder. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, Cause I do the same thing. It's like someone gives me advice and I'm like, Oh, I have to hold myself to it. And <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> um, okay. And then the, uh, the next arrow down is, um, so actually I'm going to go, I'm going to stay along the top because they kind of go hand in hand. So the top left arrow is going left, the top right arrow is going right. And that one means you're very creative and imaginative. And this is actually a theme for your reading is your creative. You are very creative. You have, and we were discussing this earlier, you are, you're starting a podcast, you want to write a book, you have a coaching business going, you have all these things you want to do. And so you are very creative. You have a lot of, you have big ideas and visions and you're like creating them and so it's just cool to see that that is part of your human sign like you're on the right track you're doing the things right <laughs> yeah yeah being creative is so important <clears throat> so then the bottom left arrow going left this 
you're an active manifester. So here's, I think the arrow you and I don't have in common is this idea of active versus passive. Uh-huh. So an active manifester is someone who really likes to be part of the manifestation process. You really like to be active. So doing things that um, really uh, feel like you're part of the manifestation process, if that makes sense. So would it be like, okay, so we're trying to attract our dream house. So I literally like put Wisconsin dream house and then like wrote out what I wanted for that home. Mm-hmm. So is that like what you're talking about? Like that's the, yeah, yeah. You're, yep. yeah, you're very active. So did you, do you enjoy that? Like you enjoy do. doing that? Yeah. Okay. So that's the active, <laughs> um, the active part of it is like, taking the actions and doing the visualizations and so um let me just your show your strongest sense another thing you and I have in common your strongest sense is outer vision Mm. so people so there's different there's different senses but people who have a strong inner vision are good with visualizations outer vision which was tricky for me because I, you know, whenever you think manifestation, I used to always hear like, do visualization, visualize what you want, visualize, you know, and I kind of struggled with it. Then I heard this, that my stronger sense of outer vision, so hopefully this helps you, is actually it's better to go out there in the physical world and find, and like, that's what like shopping around for a house. Yes is so powerful because then you actually can see visually and I know because I always knew I was visual and like a visual learner but as part of your manifestation process to go out and see it like to see that someone else has it is they're going to be really powerful for you you know totally resonates totally resonates I I love this when I heard it because I was like oh yes like and I have an example too like for um this is a smaller scale, but like shopping for a fridge. I didn't even realize I really wanted a new fridge until I started seeing other people's. And it was like the universe was putting them in front of me. Like my mom had a new fridge and then we went to um, our friend's house and they had a new fridge. And I'm like, that's when I started being like, I want that kind of thing. I want that. And then we went to the store and I saw it and I was like, that's it. (laughs) Yes. I love how that works. (laughs) So funny. So yes. So for houses, are you, are you out? I'm sure you're already doing that, but like really make it fun. Like really make it fun. Like we're looking at this house, really look at like, this is what I want. This is what I like, you know, like be immersed in the feeling. So then the other part is, um, you're a non-specific manifester. So they're specific and non-specific specific people really get like love the detail you know they're like I want four bedrooms this many for not I know I'm non-specific you can tell me if this resonates with you but I don't like to get into the nitty-gritty detail I find it stressful and overwhelming (laughs) yes and you know what's funny too is like it's a lot about how it feels like referencing like the house buying you know like I have to walk in and feel it Yep. And that and me too. Exactly. I have to feel it's so funny. I think my boyfriend, he's the more specific because he was like, he knew he wanted like such and such acres and certain things, but yeah. I'm like, I have to walk in and I have to get the sense of the feeling. Yes. Yeah. 
even the realtor was like, what do you, cause I was like walking around and I like sat in one of the bedrooms. There was no furniture in there. I just sat on the floor. She's like, what are you doing? And I, so then I was like, well, I was getting a feel for the room. <laughs> I'm sure for people who are not wired that way, they're probably like, girl, get up. What are you, you know, what, why? And those might be the specific manifestors because in their mind, they already know, like, I want this room to be like such and such size and have this many windows, you know, that's what they, that's their jam and that's cool. But for us, we're more like, I need to feel it. (laughs) I need to sense the energy of it. That's right. (laughs) Uh, That totally resonates. So business-wise, so we're, we're talking house because I know that's on your mind. Business-wise, this is interesting, right? Because so how do you, so you, so a good way to use this is to find and work with like other business owners, right? And that's what masterminds, why masterminds are so powerful and going to be so powerful is that like talking and hearing about other people's wins you know, well, if they can do it, I can do it too. And that's that it's not just see like physical manifestation, seeing, but also when you're discussing with people and seeing or seeing their success, like if you follow a successful intuitive coach on Instagram, for example, that's what I've been doing lately is finding them who like, like there's this one girl I follow and she's posting all the time about like her success, you know, like stuff like that. So if you can see it in your world and see it, then that just helps reinforce that it's possible for me too. I love that. I haven't done that. I'm going to have to do that. That's awesome. Perfect. Okay. So, um, okay. Then, uh, oh, I went right into it and didn't even, so your type, there's five types and your word generators. So generators are here to raise the energy of the planet. That's like one of our main missions. So there's five of them. I won't go into all five here, but just know that the generator is about raising the energy, which makes sense, right? Healing, that's healing and doing the work that shifts anyone's perception is shifting their energy, right? If they feel just that little bit better, we're raising the energy of the planet. And so it's so important for generators to do what you love to do and to feel good about what you're doing because that's going to give you more motivation and energy. And when I get into the energy centers, um, what's interesting is that we have all our motor centers because you and I have this in common. We have all our motor centers to find. So like creating energy is no problem for us. But the problem is, is when it, we're trying to um, do too much, do things that don't light us up, pushing, forcing, that's going to drain our energy really quickly. And that's what leads to those times of burnout and feeling like, well, where's all my energy going? Because the crazy part is, is we actually are energy generators. Like we can generate energy so we can go for days. (laughs) And I know you, you had a a career prior to this where that's what you're like, because you and I had the, like, I, I remember reading this, you wrote it, I think in your book or something about like, just feeling so tired at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Because it's pushing and doing and doing and doing. And so that's why at some point you had this realization, you needed to change, switching to something that lights you up and feels really good. That's going to give you the energy, the sustainable energy, right? Love that. Yes. More chills. I'm trying to find the arrow. Okay. 
Okay. Sorry if you can't see me as I move this. No, you're okay. <laughs> my setup isn't very good. I had my laptop and then. Okay, so the next uh, one, one last thing before we move into the energy centers is your your environment where you thrive is actually markets. So markets are AKA another word for community. So anywhere where people are coming together with a um, a, a common goal, there's a common goal. Oh, okay, yes. So working like having the Facebook groups and stuff is going to be really helpful if you can see other people who have the same kind of common goals as you. So like other entrepreneurs who are working towards building their business, other entrepreneurs who have like healing modalities, like creating and being part of those markets. And I, I know that's true for you because you're so active in our, in our Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And that's like market's so important and seeing and hearing and talking to other people. And I kind of mentioned that before too, but being around that is going to um, create that energy you need to, to keep going as well. Because when you see and hear other people, it creates that sense of community, right? That, yeah. that people, connection. connection. Yeah. Well, we all need connection, certain people. So my, actually my, uh, environment is caves <laughs> so I actually thrive on my own you know <laughs> I always thought that was weird but nope that's part of my human sign is like I thrive in caves whereas I always saw other people who thrive in markets so that's why sometimes people go into having nine to five jobs or, or working in, in places where there are a lot of other people and they they thrive there they just do so so there's that's I don't know if that resonates with you at all yes <laughs> okay so then we're gonna move into the energy center so this is you can see it's like the human design kind of looks like the human body and then there's nine energy centers um you've had sessions with me before when I do chakras it's the seven so um they're similar except the two extra in the human design to me are um the spleen kind of goes along with the root. Like if I ever talk about the root, the spleen, I find they're connected. And then but maybe that's just because of my specific human design. Um, and then there's, uh, there's like the heart and the higher heart. So, you know, the chakras, the heart and the higher heart. So that's kind of, but they're called different things in human design, but that's kind of in my way of because I come from that, like, I like to study the chakras and talk about the chakras, so that's how I've kind of, like, related it the two. yeah, exactly, okay, okay, okay. so what we're going to do is we're going to go from the top down, so any of them, as you're looking at it, the ones that are shaded are defined, so that means that um, this is the energy that you can create, so, like, what I was saying before is the motor centers, you can see all the ones at the bottom of your chart those are the motor centers those ones are all defined for you so you're actually very good at creating your own energy and this is the gifts we have to offer so we have this energy and we can offer it to other people but then the undefined is inconsistent energy and we actually pick up energy from the environment in those energy centers it's where we've probably had the most programming i.e energy we've picked up from our so what we were talking about before is growing up in our family unit depending on what their 
energy centers were open or closed, we pick up on theirs. And if they had undefined centers, their undefined centers were affecting our undefined centers. And that's sometimes where, like what we were talking about in the sense of trauma or something being inconsistent, you know, that can have an effect on like de decisions we make or beliefs that we have. So you can see yours, it's the head, the third eye, the heart, the throat and the heart are all undefined. So <laughs> you're laughing, I can tell. <laughs> it's so interesting when you hear it in that sense though, right? Because then you're like, oh, like there are certain things that you just knew as children, right? There are certain things you just, like I always knew about myself that I was motivated and I had a lot of it. And like, I could get, if I wanted something done, I could get it done. Yeah. But then there was all these inconsistencies with the other ones. So, so certain, like I said, I'm not going to go into every single one of them, but the ones that jumped out at me that I think will be really helpful is your crown or your head, um, completely open. So it's not shaded. You have no gates, like it's completely open. So this completely open energy centers that I've seen so far, as I've been saying this, it's often the area where you've had the most like shifts and changes. So, and because of that, it is the area that you're most um, willing to, and able to help teach other people about. Oh, very cool. And so the head center to me is like your connection to spirituality, which we were just talking about is a big part of your business, you know, yeah. being connected to source. Um, it, you might not even realize, know this, but you actually can pick up on other people's thoughts because yeah. it, your energy center is so open. Yeah. Have you so, experienced that before? Yes. More within the last, like probably two years so than before, but it would like randomly. So this has happened. Yes. It's kind of goofy, but it's awesome. It, I shouldn't say goofy in a negative way. It's really cool when that happens. But yeah. Cause it, it's interesting. Cause sometimes it, it could be like, you could pick up, this is what's so interesting about the undefined centers. And this is probably where we're going to focus today is that it can be beneficial or not I don't want to say good or bad because there's no such thing as like really good or bad but like it could be beneficial in that you could pick up empowering thoughts from other people but then it can also be a hindrance because you might pick up thoughts that are heavy. you know are heavy. are heavy that's a good good way to say it too like depending on what the energy is and so one way to help with this is if you pick up on this or if you know notice you can just ask um is this my thought is this mine or is this mine to process is another way that uh, my teacher phrased it, especially with emotions, because some people have uh, their emotional center undefined, but yours, yours is defined. So it's less of an issue, I think, is it's more, yeah, is this my thought to process? Like, is this something that's coming from me okay. or elsewhere, right? I'm and that sometimes just asking that can just like, oh, it's not, and like, let it go. Cause sometimes what happens is people think it's theirs and then they like, they're trying to win it. That's when it gets heavy and hard and yeah, it's not really. And especially working with clients, um, they're going to have a lot of like questions and stuff. And so they're not always your questions to answer. They could just be there. And, and so just, just recognizing that. it. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. I love that whole way to, um, filter it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Filter it. Okay. Some other things that I noted down 
is so then the head is completely open um what you can what i said teach others then the next one down is the third eye they also call it the andra center and this is like because it's undefined you have a more flexible belief system so certain people, if that's defined, if they already have decided something, it can be a little more difficult to shift those beliefs. And so those are the people that like to do the manifestation processes where they like write it out 500 times or they really need to visualize something, you know, something different and really need to like shift those beliefs. But as an undefined, it's a little more flexible. So it's so and you've probably experienced it right have you ever just like thought something for a while and saw something different and then like like it shifts all of a sudden it's like oh I don't need to believe that anymore like sometimes <laughs> it just happens automatically right <laughs> yes I love when that happens it was like oh that was almost easy <laughs> yeah exactly oh I guess you were tied to that belief so much and what's interesting we were saying before, not that I want to keep bringing up trauma, but for some reason it keeps coming up is like, sometimes what happens with trauma is because of an event um, that might solidify. So that might be why some people have this belief tied to an event. I'm not going to use trauma, like any kind of event because an event can trigger something and then um, those beliefs. So that's why I think MAP is so helpful for those people is that you kind of get it unstuck where otherwise you, it might have just been like that's just reality right to them yeah. but map can help let that go perfect example yes um so i haven't gotten too much i won't go into every single gate but gate number four for some reason was important and that gate number four is is they call it answers and if this um belief that we have like you have to have the answer to things but you don't that's so true <laughs> <laughs> and I think that can be a struggle from a lot of coaches and I'm trying to remember is mine do I have number four maybe that's why I know it yeah because I have this <laughs> that's why it, it jumped out of me because gate number four is like and as a coach sometimes that can be um kind of limiting to us if we're we're stuck on trying to figure out the answer for our clients and that's not necessarily our job um as coaches or even intuitive coaches it's not to solve their problems necessarily it's to help guide them so that they can come to their own answers I need to pin that up somewhere where I see it all the time. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Cause it, and that's exactly what intuitive, what you just said is I need that like tattooed or something. <laughs> yeah. I have the exact same thing. It's like, because we, we, and we both have open, they call it G centers. So like you see the throat and then the next one down is the G center. And that's like love and direction because we have such open and undefined like heart centers, you know, and that's like heart center businesses. We want to help people. We want them to have, to get like to where they want to be. Yeah. To, to heal and to move to that next step that they want to take. We want that for them. But then there are certain things that they have to learn for themselves that we are just part of the process and that's okay. Yes. Oh, that and one. That, really that, <laughs> 
And that's good for clients to know too. Like if anyone's listening to this and they're thinking about hiring a coach, you're not going to find a coach who's going to change your whole life. Well, okay. I say that in a general term, they can change your whole life, but they're not going to come in and, and tell you exactly what you need to do to get from point A to point B. Like they're, that's not like a, there's I don't think I've ever had a coach or there is any coach who can do that because they're not supposed to they're but they're going to guide you they're going to lead you they're going to share stories they're going to help like what I was even sharing before when you see other people and you hear their stories and what they go through that helps you just knowing that like just knowing that by you sharing your story and by you um talking about map and talking about the things you've learned and talk that's going to help other people on their journey as well right you know what else I've heard too is um um a ray he says I cannot go harder for you than you go harder for you Mm -hmm. and I love that line because it's true it's like you've got to you've got to be able to take the information that we give you and run with it Cause you have to be the one that drives this healing, drives this success, drives you. I love that. Exactly. And so hopefully that takes a little bit of pressure off, especially off your head, open your oven head centers that it's not, you're not, you don't have to have all the answers. You just have to be, I've heard coaches say, you just have to be one step ahead, but even then it's not, it's more, you just have to hold I really like to put this way. You just have to hold the vision for oh, them. I love that. And that's sometimes all certain people need is just, you know. Creating that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love to that. To talk about it, to, you know, to be um, open for them to then open. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, where are we now? Okay. Then, so then the, um, the heart, this is actually to me is the higher heart. And then you see the, the center that's kind of off to the right there. That's like the heart, the, the mode, the called the motivation center. But in my mind, it's like how I was kind of seeing it is like the higher heart and the heart. So the higher heart gate one was the one that jumped out at me and I found it really quickly it's interesting again this is one we have in common and what I was saying to you before is like this is where your creativity you love to be creative creativity is part of your like expression call I called it creative expression um and then what I end up finding in red is so you see where some places are connected those are called circuits uh-huh. You see gate one, what I, the one I was saying is not connected fully to gate eight. Yes. So this is what can pose a problem. This is, we both, this is so interesting that we both have this. So you have the drive to creatively express yourself and your creative expression is a gift to the world. But without gate eight, there is a challenge to share and market your own work. Oh, interesting. And I know for me, like, this is a big problem is like, I've, I, you know, I want to write and I want to put stuff out there, but then when it comes to telling people about it, <laughs> I don't know. I just really, like, I really have a hard time. And I've even had clients tell me too, is like, oh, you posted, like, I wrote an email and then you put your offer like way down, hidden in the bottom, like, <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Can resonate with this. 
<laughs> like, oh, this is a great modality. Just email me maybe if you want to try it. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what will help with this is to find and connect with people who can help you do this or do it for you. So, okay. so it's interesting. I saw that you and Ari are going to do this together and maybe that's where he's really compliments gonna... that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is good. It's good that you found a, and you can have multiple people like this. And this is actually something that I'm going to start looking for to with people who can <laughs> help me and maybe eventually like starting a team you know hiring that part out um could be really helpful of being like well I don't really like to post like if you ever decide or when and if you decide to hire a, a virtual assistant for example maybe give them that job of creating like your Instagram posts like sometimes for people it is easier I know for me it's easier for me to share about other people than myself and so yeah I people who are willing to help you with that would be really really beneficial. I love the virtual assistant idea. But like you just, you take that, you're good at it, make it shiny and pretty. Okay, go. Yeah. Here's my, <laughs> here's my offerings. You tell my Instagram page about it or right. write about it. Yeah. Like get, get someone else to, to really help you with that. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you can just focus on being creative because that's where you, you shine. shine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Fun fact that I'll probably bring up a lot as I go through people's charts is the spleen, the, the energy center that's off to the, um, the left. So mine is completely open. So that's where you and I kind of differ where like, I have all the same undefined and then defined except for the spleen, mine's completely open. And so the spleen is all about fears. So you can imagine how I've picked up on every single everybody else's fears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so interesting. That it's and, like, that, and that's what I always want to help people with is like, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? And so um the one that jumped out for me with yours is um so number 44 has the circuit connected to number 26. So like the, the full circuit. So this is called, they call this one and that. Wait, 44 to 26. Yes. Oh, because I put heart because it's connecting from the spleen to, they call it the motivation center, but I'm calling it the heart center. And so this is actually interesting because the sales and presentation circuit. So using truth and integrity to empower people to move through their limitations and overcome their fears, specifically fears of the past. So gate 44 is, is fears of the past. And so that's so interesting because that's what we were just talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, so interesting. That's so cool. Um, so this is why I think this is fun because I get you guys to talk about it and then I'm showing you like, yeah, look. <laughs> this Matches <is> up. <laughs> you are on the right track. Um, yeah, so this, and yeah, this is exactly what you feel called to help people with is to empower them to move past their limitations. Yeah. to show them like what you were just saying anything like um oh my gosh the word can we pick a better word for trauma <laughs> it's just I know. my head 
the things that happened in the past that have created these beliefs and, and limitations, things that have happened to them and they've decided moving forward, I'm never going to do this again or moving forward, you know. Um, so something that came up for me that I have been working on lately is like, be like sharing my uh, voice and that's part of me doing a podcast is like talking up more because when I was younger, again, it's a trauma is that like, I was often told to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I loved to talk as a child. Like I, if there was this home video and like, I'm just like constantly like, <laughs> but then when I got into like the school system, oh yeah, you too. Oh, no way. When I would, I remember my mom and my brother just looking at each other and I was little still and they'd be like, oh my God, because I would wake up and I would just, I have so much to talk about and say. And they were like, please, we're still waking up. Oh my God, this is so funny. Yeah. And then going to the school system where they just want kids to just be quiet and listen I was constantly in trouble I think and like I'd almost never got in trouble for things but when I think back to like being sent to the principal's office or being sent out of the room I was always I was talking. <laughs> me too yep Ever. that was the only time I would get in trouble <laughs> and it was always like I was just like talking to like my the person next to me because I was like what are you doing tell me about you <laughs> Um, so which is interesting again because this brings me to um talking about being intuitive because I brought this up for a reason before is like um and actually do you mind if I we talk about your bracelet set as well oh yes please okay because this is really connecting is like this idea that as as we're talking as we're coaching or even doing your podcast and writing even this comes up a lot like because it's your creative expression and your expression comes through your voice but even writing that's part of it is like expressing yourself um if we were told when we were younger you know stop or like it's too much or right so that that it reinforced beliefs that we don't want people don't want to hear us or people don't want to know or hear what we have to say so something that um came out of your bracelet set as I was making it is this idea that actually our voice needs to be heard the things we need to say will help other people right and we're actually being intuitively guided so in those moments where there's something and and this comes up for me actually quite a bit is like I'll get this idea like oh text this person or messages you know and I'm like oh they don't want to hear from me <laughs> yes yes and it's in those moments of, of really, and that's why awareness is so important of being like, is this true? You know, is this really true? Like, and, and those, I think that's something that I really like about math too, is like, it really helps people to pinpoint that so that you can become aware yeah. because there are, I was just saying this too, there are certain beliefs that do change like this. They do. And that's great. And there are other ones that are stickier and it's it is in those practices in like the moments of of working with coaches or working with other people to recognize them one 
because mm-hmm. sometimes we don't even realize that we have them because they're like I said they just become so ingrained from happening over and over again so other people bringing awareness to them and then other people helping us practice that practicing of like letting that belief go and letting it go so um the yeah so your bracelets that came up for me today too it's the uh angel light mm-hmm. so connecting with the angels the angels like speaking through us that's I this whole that. idea of channeling is that there is guidance and there is things that are coming through that need to be heard and and will help as we speak and as we share blue appetite is also one for that for helping us express creatively creative our creative gifts and that's I think is so important like I was saying before because we have the creative expression but then we don't have that connection to the throat that really helps us we have to create that energy and that's why I like crystals and that's why I like using crystals because crystals give us the energy that we're lacking right yes because having undefined centers what we did as young when we were young and not fully realizing and even people that don't know about these things as well is like we look externally so if we can't generate the energy from within like our defined centers we look external to us and depending on who's in our environment that's the energy we're going to get and so that's why if you have an undefined center and you're looking to someone else who also has an undefined center it can be very (laughs) a very wavy (laughs) yes early rocking ground so um yeah so and then uh, lapis lazuli is connecting that to the anjana center as well because it's like both of them are undefined and so having that like bringing that intuitive guidance down and speaking it is so important so that was that's what came through and that's so funny I love that we I don't think we've ever talked about it before how both of us were so chatty as children but it makes so much sense it does. I love, I, I love learning that about you. <laughs> this is so, Haley, I cannot tell you how cool I think this whole thing is. And it's so, I know you kind of went over, but there's so much detail here. I'm blown away by the detail of it and how spot on it is with me and what, who I am and what I'm doing. And then your crystals on top of it, this is just way cool. I have to say, like, I love, I just love it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited. I really love how they all fit together. Like human design is pretty new for me still, but just like transitioning from like the whole chakra thing into this, it's like seeing how they go together. is so cool. So interesting. It is. I, I'm still, I'm still like kind of in shock. <laughs> just like how accurate everything you've talked about is like it. And like I said, what I'm living right now and experiencing and, and how I've gotten here, like it just all kind of, it's like this, another puzzle piece, right. For healing and journeying and learning about yourself. It's just so cool. So cool. (laughs) What I love about it too. And this is what I think is so important is I don't think I said anything that you didn't kind of already know, right? But it just helps, like, sometimes we need that extra, like, yes, you're on the right track. Or yes, this is, this, you know, sometimes it's just having that extra um, validation. Validation. It's helpful. Yeah. And then they're just pointing out certain things, like the whole thing about coaching and intuitive coaching, that was, um, 
that was very prominent in like my experiencing with you right now, like that whole, like we're here to guide and give them options. We're not here to fix them. You know what I mean? Like we're here to help them. Like that's huge. And how I would take that on is something that I would, I would try to fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do it. I even honestly, uh, as a mother, I've noticed that I try to do that too. Like, uh, yes, there's teaching that goes into that. Um, but they're getting to an age where I have to let them kind of fumble. Right. And right. my first innate reaction is to fix. Yeah. So interesting. It's so cool how this applies and how, um, it's so validating and it, it actually makes me excited and empowers me. It's really cool. Oh, I'm so glad. And thank you for saying that. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, it was so fun. I loved it. And I loved how we kind of were, um, like moving through this and look at how it all flew, flow, flew, flowed together. Mm-hmm. The whole yep. string of it. It's really cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm gonna stop the recording and then I'll uh, chat with you in a minute. If I can find there. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about today's guests, you can find their links and contact information in the show notes below. You can also find me, Haley K, on Instagram at Haley K Coaching, or grab your copy of the Spiritualpreneur Planner and sign up for my email list, where you'll be kept in the know on upcoming episodes, exciting events, and bonus resources to help you grow your spiritual business. Did you love this episode? Please be sure to like, subscribe, and write a review so we can spread this information to more spiritual printers like you. See you next time.